What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Hello.
Hi. Hi, is this Sean? Yes, it is. Awesome. This is Gloria from Health Magazine. I'm excited to talk to you today. Excuse me, tell tell me again where you're from. Gloria from Health Magazine. Oh, hi. How are you? Great. Uh, let's. I'm excited. Let's jump into it. Let's go. Um, my first question, what does it feel like to be a millionaire? It is more fun than you can than you can imagine when you aren't one. To be able to make a decision and have it happen. So how many more? If, so if I want to travel and I want to make sure that some friends can come with me, I don't have to worry about whether they don't have the money to come with me because I can make that happen. Or if I see a situation that I think needs remedying, I have the money to to let that happen. Whether I have to be involved or not, I can just hand somebody a check and make it happen. So it's just a whole lot of fun. I love that. That's awesome. Um, so I don't know if there is one, but I'd really like to start with this question close to the top. Describe a typical life and a day in your life if there is one, or typical days maybe is a better way to say it. Yeah, a typical day is is really a hard thing to answer because I don't have typical days anymore. I am semi-retired, so I still do some book, book promotion. I still do some speaking. And I still work with a few of my top-level coaches to make sure that everything is working well in that organization. But I don't have a whole lot of day-to-day responsibilities. So what I am doing is a lot of the travel and learning that was always on the horizon but never really had time before when I was working towards this. So, for example, I was in Africa just a couple weeks ago, and we did a trip out to Scotland that I've been dying to do for years. And several several friends of mine enjoyed that trip with us. Um, just a whole lot of different things that we do with our li- life. And when I do that, I often will stop and I'll, I'll work with, a coach who's there locally, or maybe I'll give a speech or do a book signing just because I'm there and it's it's easy usually. So mm-hmm. my, my typical day involves being active with my husband and our friends and trying to make the world a better place for menopausal women. <laughs> I love that answer. Um, <laughs> just give me one thing. I want to make sure I capture that word for word while I remember it. <laughs> um, how did you get here to this moment where this is the life that you lead? It's been a it's been a long and sometimes circuitous journey. I knew as 
as I was coming through my uh, my corporate and mom years, which sort of coexisted, uh, mm-hmm. that I didn't really want to be doing that forever. And kind of when that ran out of steam for me, when it ran out of any attraction for me, I started feeling, well, what is it that I, I'm passionate about? And I had learned several years before I quit the corporate lifestyle that being active and being healthy and taking care of oneself and one's body was really the key to being a menopausal woman in an active and happy and hopeful lifestyle. So I started out with the purely physical because that's what it took for me. And I started as a personal trainer. As it progressed, I realized I had to do more and more and more. I had to understand more aspects of the menopausal experience in order to help women craft an experience that was right for them. And once I did that, I became what I termed a menopause mastery coach. And I started writing about it and I started speaking about it. And I really built my business on helping women to do the same thing and later on to helping women who wanted to coach the same group understand all the different pieces of that. So that's how I got here. It was, I won't say it was particularly the easiest path to pick, but I love what I do. And I love continuing to help and continuing to model the life that we can have. Uh, So uh, you said you wouldn't say it was particularly easy. Would you say it was easy at all? Or how would you describe the journey to this, being able to live this life? It's kind of funny because I think if you think of, Uh, I would think that there was this this hill that I had to climb, and it wasn't it wasn't always difficult, and it wasn't always uh, hard. Um, I don't want to say difficult again, but it wasn't onerous. It was there was a lot of fun in it, but I had there was so much to learn that it took a while to get to the top of the hill, and I got to the top of the hill, and I started to practice everything that I that I preached to use an old term old saying and I got to the other side and it just started being so easy to do each of the things that I wanted to do and things just started falling into place for me and I think it was just that I had put all the pieces in place and I had learned to trust that everything would come out for me in the end and it started that way. It started happening that way. And the opportunities were there 
and the spaces opened up for me to present my information and my view of menopause. And we were able to, as an organization, reach more and more people. And the more people we reach, the more people. And of course, oh, you... I, I have an unending supply of women reaching menopause. So it's, it's yeah. pretty easy to know that we're, that sooner or later, every woman needs the kind of information that, that my coaches help them find. I love it. So why, you know, you talk about the organization. Why have you created um, both the organization that you've created and the life that you've created that you're living right now? I created the organization because by the time this started to, to fully flesh out, I was already in my 60s, and I realized that I didn't want to be a, a front frontline coach forever, that I that I needed to allow to provide this information and this path to women, but that I needed to do it in a way that allowed it to continue. So the need mm-hmm. never and so I created a situation I created a coaching academy as it were to allow other women who had already gone through their own menopausal journey to, to help the women coming behind them. Because mm-hmm. not everybody, I, the books are there and the information is in the books, but not everybody gets it from a book. And not everybody can do it without the kind of support that the coaches offer in groups and in single coaching and in retreats and in various ways throughout the world. That's amazing. What is your favorite success story? There are so, so many. But uh, let me just tell you about one typical client that I have, and her name is Denny, short for Denise. And Denny came into my program. She was uh, actually one of the last individual clients I worked with. And she came in because she was just miserable in her life. Uh, She had a marriage that wasn't, wasn't what she wanted it to be. She had a lot of symptoms. She was feeling like just didn't have anything left. She hated her job. She wasn't really close to her kids anymore. They felt like she was, I don't know, uh, obsolete, I guess. And she came into my coaching program, and we started working with the the basics that I always start working with, which are, are basic ways to take care of yourself and take care of your body, change your hormonal balance into one that, that works for you. And she started getting excited. And she said, do I have to stay in, in this world that I've that's just so boring? And I said, no, let's explore. And she came, actually, she came down for a, a VIP weekend with me in Louisiana, 
and we started doing all some activities. I took her out, craziness, but I took her out on the bayou, and we we saw a bunch of alligators and water moccasins and all this stuff. And she's like, I, I can do this. I don't know where it was. I, I do know where it was. It was in, it was in a meditation that we did after we got back, and we started talking about just going on. And she latched on to this idea that she could create the life that she wanted. And Jenny went back home, lived in this little town in California, not any, not even near the big cities. And she, the way she tells it, she attacked her husband. Um, and they rekindled their marriage. They reinvented their own relationship. Mm-hmm. She, continued to work for a few months while she started with me in the coaching program. And she has become, you know her. Her name is Denise Alder. And you know of her because you've heard her speak. You've seen her on TV. And she is my star. Love it. What's the biggest obstacle you've had to overcome along the way? Myself. <laughs> Would you like to say more or is that just, you know, I mean, universally, I think, I think people understand that, right? Yes. And, and I don't think I was any more of an obstacle to me than I was, than anybody else is to themselves. But you grow up with beliefs. You grow up um, with a viewpoint of the world and you don't even know you have it because it's what what you grew up with and so I had I had that and I had my own challenges just like everybody else does and so when I got to trying to start a business and trying to start this whole practice up I had to throw away all the wrong stuff, all the stuff that was getting in the way. And I did what I tell everybody to do. I got a coach. And I got another another coach and another coach until I found the right one. And once that happened and she started helping me peel away the layers of stuff that wasn't serving me, I found ways to connect with the people I needed to connect with, whether it was clients or to book publishers or to speaking, people who engaged speaking uh, speakers. I found the way to connect to them to make, make it all work. But until I did all that work on myself, I wasn't even ready to be the coach that everybody needed. That is so great. Um, So what do you consider to be your greatest success? Um, Say again? What do you consider to be your greatest success at this point? 
it's interesting because I was going to do the modest thing and say, my son and my grandson. (laughs) 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 Actually, in a, in a meeting years ago, uh, talking with, with someone who I said, what, well, what do you consider your greatest success? And this woman who basically ran the entire physical plant for a university, she was, she wasn't the vice president of the physical plant. She was the administrative assistant who did all the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> said, said, my child. And I'm like, you've done so much more than that. And it, our children are wonderful. And I don't ever want to put down anyone who's gone, raised an incredible human being because it's, it's an important job and it's a difficult job. But I think as a menopausal woman, I've done additional stuff. I've done other stuff. I've done stuff that came straight from me. So, yeah, the the coaching, the organization that I've created that will continue to help women become coaches and help other women with these menopause mastery skills that we've put together, I think that's my greatest accomplishment. Mm. Love it. What are you most excited about right now? What am I most excited about right now? Yeah. Antarctica. Uh, awesome. You're going, you're doing it? Going, yes. <laughs> as soon as it, as soon as they hit the summer tourism season, uh, we are on our way to Antarctica. I have organized seven of my younger coaches, and we're going down there on a um, research vessel. And mm-hmm. we're doing, uh, we're we're helping with the research, but we're also doing some real practical coaching type uh, skills development for them. And uh, I'm going to be taking as many pictures as I possibly can while we're there. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah. At this point in your life, I think this is a really, really cool question. What would you tell your younger self? And what? And would it be the same decade by decade? I'm going to throw something I don't normally ask, but would it be different decade by decade, or would you know, would you have different advice at each decade, or does it sort of culminate in one piece of advice? I think it would be one piece of advice, and it would be don't listen to your don't listen. Now, let me let me take that back because I spent a lot of time asking my older self how to get there. Mhm. And I think it would always be listen to the whispers. Mm, I love that. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Um, perfect. What's the biggest lesson? Is I mean, is that the biggest lesson you've learned along the way, or is there another sort of formal lesson that you'd like to share? Well, 
Well, my lesson is always and my message is always that menopause is a gift to women that we get as we turn a corner in our lives, we get this amazing gift that says, here you are, do what you, what you want to do now. And so my lesson to anyone is take hold of that gift and use it. Don't, don't deny yourself that gift. I love it. What advice would you give somebody who's, I mean, actually, I'm going to ask you this a little bit differently. What advice do you give your new coaches when they start out on their journey to become coaches and supporting people in, in, in turning this corner of their life? I, when I work with a new coach, um, I always, anyone who comes into the academy, I spend half a day with them, whether, uh, whether it's at my home in Louisiana or we spend it on Zoom or uh, listen to me talking about old technology. Yeah, <laughs> the present day equivalent. And we talk about this idea that you will continue to grow and you must continue to grow in order to continue to serve the people you want to serve. It's not a, it's not a, you, you went through the program, you got through the program and you're, you're no longer dying from hot flashes. So therefore you're done. I, I tell women who are coming into the program that you must continue to do your own work. I continue to do my own work. I'll be doing all of the coaching, uh, skills building, and and self-development things on that trip to Antarctica, too. I love it. Um, Well, we started a little bit late, but I have everything that I need. I just want to ask you, is there anything else you want to make sure gets included or final thoughts that you want to make sure we capture? I think the one thing that I would tell every woman as they reach some point in their middle mid years that they're starting to realize that this process is starting to happen is to be be aware of the magic. Look for the magic and enjoy it. I love it. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. I really appreciate it. Obviously, uh, we'll include all your books, all your links, um, everything that you sent over. I'll send you the tear sheet when everything's ready and um, send you send you copies as well. So I uh, will take care of you that way. Just thank you for taking the time out today. So much fun to talk with you, Gloria. Have a wonderful <laughs> afternoon. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.